everyone, welcome to another episode of Trick Talks. My name is Barbara Lally and today we have Eva. So we're just gonna give her a few minutes to log in and then we'll get started. I see her now. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you for coming. No problem. Are you ready to get started? I am. So can you tell us a little bit about your trick when you started? Yeah, so I started pulling in, I'd say the middle of sixth grade. So it's probably like 10 or 11. And I just remember being so confused, like, why am I pulling out my hair? I look on the floor and there just be like clumps of hair. Um, this is also like when I was going through like mentally like rough times, like middle school, like I've always been told like middle school is never easy. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, and I've always like kind of, like since I can remember, I've always, been like twirling my hair like I've never like before sixth grade like I've never like pulled it out but I just remember I was like making knots in my hair and twirling it and I think that that just like build it up to that mm -hmm. now have you always pulled from your hair or have you moved to other areas as it's well always my scalp okay now when you first started to pull did you know there was a thing called trichotillomania or was that something you kind of learned along the way? It's something that I had to learn along the way. And I learned from, there was this group in Boston that we found and I was able to like meet people with it. Mm. And I was able to learn like, oh, this is like an actual thing. Like I'm not alone here. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit more about that group? Like how you found it? and things like that? Yeah. Well, the first person I ever told about my trick was actually the school nurse at my school. We were really close. And I remember I went to her one day. I'm like, hey, like, I, I want to call my mom. Like, I'm pulling out my hair. Like, I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. I just remember her like comforting me and like saying it's gonna be okay. And we called my mom and my mom was just like confused, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so then I talked to my mom about it and she just had no idea like what was going on. Mm -hmm. um, and then I remember, I think she was like doing research about it and like looking into it. And I remember she found this group um, that met like here in Boston. So she signed me up for that. And I went a couple times and just found out more about like what trick was and got to hear other people's experiences. And I just remember it was really nice. I was really scared to go at first, but it mm -hmm. was just like something about just like being there and realizing, oh, this is a thing. Like other people are experiencing this too. Mm -hmm. Did and you I, feel that? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and then I, I just feel like I slowly started to open up more about it 
to other people. I remember I posted on my Instagram story for like about it like three years ago and I got a couple of DMs from people saying I have this too and, I was, and it just felt really nice. That's great. And I want to commend you for being so open and honest about your trick. And you're fairly young. You're still in high school, right? So, yes. you know, a lot of times when I speak to people on trick talks, you know, they didn't start sharing. I didn't really start sharing until much older. And so I'm so thankful for you to being so honest and open for this younger generation. That's very, very powerful. Yeah. I also remember because all the groups I've gone to, it was all like adults and I like in the group I've always been the youngest so I, feel like, I just feel like it's really important because I know there's other teenagers that are going through this and I feel like they need to know mm -hmm. like it's them like there's other people like there's other teenagers that are experiencing this yes definitely and I hope that when they watch this and when they see your posts that they are more willing to share because of how honest you're being when you first walked in and you said they were there were mostly adults, still, how did it feel to see a room with people that do the same thing that you do? It felt really like comforting, I guess, just knowing I wasn't alone. And I just really wasn't like sure what the group was gonna be like and I didn't know what to expect and just seeing everybody, it just, it just made me feel like happy. Mm -hmm. Also, like, being able to hear other people's experiences and being able to, like, connect and relate to other people was really nice. That's great. Now, how long after you started attending these groups did you want to start sharing on social media? I'd say maybe, like, a month after. Yeah. I, was just, I really wanted to know, like, would people like reach out to me? Like, mm -hmm. Oh, so and that happens. So that's wonderful. Now, did you have a moment where you kind of shared with your friends, or did they kind of see you already pulling and ask you about it, or was there a moment for you where you you were like, "I'm going to tell you know all my friends about it"? Yeah. So I've since I started pulling, and like it's always like been bad, I guess, and there's always just been bald spots all over my head. I've realized I need to tell my close friends about it. So, cause it's noticeable, obviously. Like so I told my close friends, so they weren't worried. Like if it was like a medical thing, mm -hmm. like, hey, like I have this thing called trichotillomania where I pull out my hair. And like, if you notice the bald spots, it's okay. Like nothing medically is wrong. It's just mm -hmm. like I'm going through. And, and how was their response in general? A lot of people's responses were they felt like sorry that I had it. But like, I'd say a lot of people were just like, like grateful that I told them and like supportive. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give someone who is at that stage where they do want to tell their close friends? I'd say it's really scary at first because you don't, you obviously don't know how people are going to react. I'd say you kind of just got to go for it. Like it's, it's just a nice feeling to be able to be open about it, especially to friends. Cause 
a lot of the time friends are just going to be really comforting there for you. Mm -hmm. Now, as you have gotten older with your trichotillomania, have you done things to kind of, um, you know, lessen the urge or maybe, you know, mask, you know, sometimes people wear gloves. Are there any techniques that you've used that have worked for a period of time? Yeah, so at school a lot, what I'll do is I'll put band-aids on my fingers and it makes it really hard to just like get a grip of hair. At home, I just have like a lot of fidgets and stuff that I'll keep everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like at my desk and by my bed. Nice. Are there any um, areas in your house or maybe at school that you kind of know, hey, I'm going to pull a lot here? Yeah, at school, I'd say, like, especially during, like, math, because mm -hmm. like, I really don't like math, and it stresses me out. And at home, like, usually if I'm doing homework or just on my computer in general, like, I'll notice myself pulling a lot, so I'll have to have fidgets, like, around where I'm doing homework. Mm -hmm. And where do you, like, get certain fidgets? Are there, you know, all over? Where do you get them? There's a lot of great ones on Amazon. I've gotten a lot from Amazon. And Amazon is great because it's very right to the door. Yeah. Are there any particular ones that you like the best? You know, sometimes I think there's like squishy ones or ones that move buttons. Yeah, I really like the squishy ones and like the tangles I really like. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, nice. And I see someone, Zach. They have a lot just laying around at school, too. So your school has, has fidgets for the students? Yeah, we both go to the same school. And so when, like I said, in sixth grade, when I started, that's when, like, a lot of, like, mental health stuff was going on. So I, I did transfer schools, and I got put in a therapeutic school setting. Hmm. It really helped, honestly, because there's a lot of support there. And, like, the teachers, like, I wouldn't say, like, they try their best to understand what everyone's going through. Mm. But they're definitely like supportive with my trick. And like, if they see me pulling, sometimes they'll like give me a fidget. Nice. Or, like, or like they'll offer, like sometimes what they'll do is like they'll offer for me to go on a walk outside or something. That's amazing. That's really nice to hear. Yeah. That has to be helpful. And so you're in, in person in school. Yeah, we got lucky. We're full-time in person. Nice. When you were virtual, we were last year, right? Like the end of last year? Yeah, and the beginning of this year, we were hybrid. So how did that, how did that work for you in the sense of, you know, your trick? Did you notice it being worse since you were home more often? Or were you more relaxed? What, how did you feel? It was kind of a mixture of both. I was definitely pulling more when I was in class and like on my computer, but at the same time, it was nice because I felt like I got to like be by myself at home and not around other people. So, cause a lot of the times when I'm around other people, I'm thinking, oh, what if they see my head? What are they thinking? Mm -hmm. That was nice. Cause it felt like I got to like hide a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, when I remember, like, when we told, when we got told that we were going back to school full time, my first thought was, I'm scared that people are going to, like, see my bald spots and what are they going to think? Mm -hmm. 
And when you did go to school, were you relieved in the sense that, hey, many people may, might not have noticed or, you know, did it kind of come up for you? It came up a little bit. I'd say a lot of the times when I'm having like, like a really bad whole session, like I'll just wear a hood at school to kind of like hide. So I'll do that sometimes. And then because it's getting to be spring, obviously I can't like wear the hood at school that much. So it's, that's also kind of a motivation, like to not pull as much. Mm -hmm. No, I won't be able to hide it as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I find that's, you know, when I was quarantined because I was by myself and I didn't have that, I wasn't going to face anybody besides on Zoom. I kind of let myself go. I, I kind of pulled more because I knew, hey, no one's really going to see me. Yeah. But to have that motivation, you know, I'm sure that it, it, you know, it gives you that motivation. It gives you that, um, that drive that maybe being at home yeah. doesn't. So when you are pulling, you're kind of, I'm kind of in a trance when I pull. When you are pulling, is there a way for you to kind of snap out of it? Do you do anything to, you know, try to lessen that? It usually depends. If I start like at school and like I pull a lot at school, it's usually then ends up being like a whole day thing. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like it's like, once I start, it's like, it's really hard to stop. Mm -hmm. So, but I'd say some things that have worked for me to like lessen that urge of pulling therapist actually gave me this trick is like when I have the urge of pulling like sit on my hands and do some like mindfulness in a way like I've never really been a fan of like mindfulness activities and a really good one that she gave me was if you like look around the room and like look at like random things in the room pick like a color of things so like count everything that's like purple in a room and like really distracts me. That's I've never heard of that. That's really great. That's worked pretty well. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Um, you know, it is so hard. I feel like once I touch the hair, that's it. It's over yeah. for the day. Um, and so, you know, thank you for sharing that, that new trick. Um, and also, yes, yeah, sitting on the hands can be super helpful. You th they might think, oh, that's so easy. Well, no, it's not because now you want to, you know, have your hand up and up and up every time. Yeah. Um, when you met the people in person, did you build any friendships with them? Um, maybe like, you know, seeing them again on social media or was it kind of just like a few times and then you, you stopped going? Well, because of what happened. Well, I've only been to the group in person a couple of times and then COVID hit and like, I'm not really a fan of like the virtual stuff. Mm -hmm. So I've gone since but I actually found um, like an Instagram DM group. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of people that are my age that are experiencing this. So I've kind of been able to make friends through that. So that's been really nice. That is great. And I feel like when you meet someone who has trick around the same age as you, it kind of makes the friendship easier. Do you find it the same? Definitely. Mm -hmm. Same hobby, same interest, but also, hey, you understand me, yeah. you know, at a deeper level. 
So I had a question um, that was given to me to ask people on Trick Talks um, about, you know, parents and, and the advice that maybe you would give to a parent or if you wanted to share about, you know, how, how you have um, shared about Trick with your parents and that whole thing. Would you like to speak about that? Maybe some advice or some insight? Yeah. So my mom has always been like super supportive and like obviously like with trick it's like because she hasn't experienced it I feel like it's really hard for her to understand so for the longest time whenever she'd see me pulling she'd be like Eva put your hand down like put your hand down like all the time and then like obviously that wasn't helpful mm -hmm. like well you know I would if I could um so I actually had a therapist like tell her like that's not really helpful for her like and she hasn't done that since which is really nice I'd say for parents like my advice for parents is like it's obviously like when your kid tells you about this like it's gonna be shocking like you're gonna be confused and like worried I guess mm -hmm. like I mean they're like it's not helpful something that's really not helpful for parents to say is stop pulling or like put your hand down or, like why are you doing this like it just kind of like makes you feel worse in a way mm -hmm. yeah because like you said earlier I would if I could you know I would love to stop doing it but you know it's not how it's working so far so thank you so much for that um I also wanted to ask you when I'm losing my train of thought. Oh, you mentioned seeing a therapist. Is that something that you decided to do? If you don't mind me asking, decided to do because of trick or is that something you decided to do just, you know, prior to it? So I've always had like a talk therapist and then I got recommended from my school recommended CBT therapy. Mm -hmm. um, so I tried that out like when I first started pulling kind of, and I did that for about, I'd say like a year and a half. And it was, my experience with it wasn't the best. I mean, you're gonna like click with different people. And I feel like I didn't really like connect with this person that well. Mm -hmm. It was helpful in the sense that she'd give a lot of suggestions of mm -hmm. like, well, how about you try this? Like, but like a lot of CBT therapy is focused on like tracking behaviors and I've never been good at that. So she would always give me like a paper every week and be like, how about you write down when you're pulling, where you're pulling, and like how much hair you're pulling. And I feel like that made me like more anxious in a way. Mm -hmm. So I've seen her for Maybe like two years and then this year in September I went back to see her like over Zoom and it's kind of like the same experience it's just like a lot of suggestions and just a lot of tracking and it was helpful I'd say it was helpful when I met with her in September because she was meeting with a lot of more kids that were like my age dealing with it. Mm -hmm. 
she had a lot more suggestions just for like teenagers pulling I guess mm-hmm. and then yeah I stopped meeting with her because there was like a like contract thing mm-hmm. like have like so many sessions but yeah and I think CBD is is a great um you know way of therapy but I did the same thing with the cognitive behavior therapy and some of the suggestions just didn't work out. I'm happy they tried, but you know, one thing that always stuck out to me is um, they wanted me to pull the hair off of a Barbie doll. Yeah. And yeah, you had that too? Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's not, not the same. same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not, yeah. And it, you know, it, um, it's a great idea for someone maybe not suffering from trick because the whole thing is like the feeling right um but yeah i i think that you know it's always great to try things but yeah some things work for others and some might just not work at all but you know it's you know thank you again for sharing you know your your um, experience with therapy because you know now i feel like tell me if i'm wrong the conversation around mental health is so vast and huge and and now seeing a therapist isn't something that's so kind of taboo you know when i was younger it's like you go to therapy it's like yeah now it seems like a lot more people do you find that the same yeah i've been in therapy like since second grade like it's definitely changed so much Mm -hmm. like in second grade like my friends would be like, what's therapy? Like, oh, you have to go to someone and get help? Like, what? Now it just, it feels like a common thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, oh, I go to therapy. Oh, me too, me too, me too, you know? And I think it's amazing because, like you said, you started going at a very young age, me too. And it has helped me so much. Um, and I would love to have people who are, you know, struggling with anything be willing to you know ask for that help and get it because it can be accessible for most people yeah mm-hmm. how did it feel when so your school knows about trichotillomania there are other students that have trick at your school too there's, i think there's like one other student did the school i'm wondering did did you tell the school about it or did the school, um, you know, talk to your parents? Did they already know? I wonder if they, if they knew about Trick because of you and the other student or if they already kind of had that understanding. Yeah, so because when I started at the school, I was in CBT therapy, all like the counselors have to be like connected. Mm. So my school counselor found out from the CBT therapist and then they like talked to me about it. And it was just like, awkward talking to the school about it because I didn't know if like they knew what it was Mm -hmm. but I mean they've done their best to understand and there's only so much you can understand if you like aren't going through it I feel like Mm -hmm. like they definitely have like good support yeah that's wonderful I remember being asked by my parents hey do you want us to tell the school and I was like, no, you know, I, I think I was the only one. I mean, I'm, maybe if I asked the people who went to my school now, I'm sure someone else had a BFRB, but I felt like the only one, like I was like, no, no, no. Now I wonder, would I have had a positive experience 
with teachers if they did know, you know? And so I'm happy that your school has fidget toys for people. Yeah. And they see you pulling and they say, hey, do you want to go outside? What a wonderful and supportive community. That's great. And I think that especially because school can be so triggering for people to know that you're supported is really great. Yeah, it's really nice. What are some things that you like to do for self-care, just in general? I'd say just like watching TV, I guess. I ski outside, like I ski outside of school on the weekends. I like to do puzzles sometimes. That kind of just like keeps my hands busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you find yourself watching any shows that may be like triggering for your trick? If I watch certain shows, I'm like up here the whole time. Yeah, so in September, I started watching Orange is the New Black, and that just threw me over the top, so I just stopped watching that mm -hmm. way too much. Yes. A, I show, that, a show that's yeah. always my favorite is Grey's Anatomy, and for some reason, trigger me, which, like, strange. I feel like it would, but I don't know. I just love that show. Yeah, I, I have watched a few episodes, but I have to definitely get on that that train because so many people are obsessed yeah. with Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah. I find that if I'm watching a show that's especially triggering, if I look up spoilers, that makes me feel better. Have you ever done that? Yeah, I have to do that with like every show. Like I'll look, I'll look up everything. Like I'll want to know like, oh, what's going to happen to this character? Mm-hmm. Not knowing, I can't have that. I have Thanks. to, I must look it up, I must. So was there any moment or anyone in particular that kind of inspired you to be more open or did it just happen naturally for you? I'd say it kind of happened naturally, but also like all the groups have helped like inspire me that like it's okay to tell people about it mm -hmm. yeah and the more you tell people the more people tell you yeah they have it too that's such a nice chain reaction yeah mm -hmm. what is some advice you would give other teenagers who have trick who are kind of maybe scared to open up or um reaching out to others with with trick yeah I'd say, like, it's definitely scary. Like, especially if you don't know what it is. I'd say really go to a trusted adult. And, like, they'll figure something out and, like, help you through it and maybe help you tell other people about it. Mm -hmm. The more, like, once you tell someone, it's just, like, a load off your chest, honestly. It's, like someone knows about it like now I could figure out what this is and I could find more people that are dealing with this mm -hmm. yeah and it, and it always felt to me like a heavy weight on my chest where I didn't want anyone to find out I didn't want anyone to know I didn't want to tell anybody and then once I did I was I felt so much lighter yeah
everything was better. Even my, my pulling, you know, goes up and down, but telling people just set me free in a way. Yeah. Also, cause I was always really nervous that people would think it like the bald spots were like some sort of like medical thing. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think like I'm sick or something. So that was also like, made me feel like I like wanted to tell people like, hey, like, this is what I have. It's like, okay. Mm -hmm. And I love that it is okay. You know, this is just, this is just something I do. Yeah. Not, I'm not weird. I'm not, I'm not anything else. I'm just, hey, it's me. This is what I do. Hey, you know, let's move on. And I think that's, that's great because a lot of people, when they are told, like you said, they, they might feel bad and you're like, no, like, it's fine. Like, it's just me. And then they have this, this other, you know, this, this deeper understanding for you as a person and a friend. And also they understand this, this condition a little bit more. Yeah. Have there ever been times for you where you notice you have um, pulled a lot less or maybe not at all for a little bit? Yeah. So whenever I'm, this is kind of strange, but whenever I'm sick, I never, mm. like, even if I have like the slightest cold. I'll never pull for like a week or two. I think that's like the longest I've gone without pulling. Like just mm -hmm. when I'm sick, like I'll never pull. I think the sensation is like muted or something. Cause I yeah. find myself the same thing. It's like, there's no like itching sensation. I'm just like sleeping a lot and just like out of it. Yeah, like there's just no urges. Like it's like calming in a way. Mm -hmm. And it's like a little bit crazy, but like when I, when I am sick and I have that like reprieve of not pulling, I'm like, cool. You know, even though I don't want to be sick, I'm like, oh, this is, you know, this is a welcome break. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I find that sometimes, you know, trick will come and go. Sometimes I'll have a really intense pull session, like days and days and days and days. I feel like my hand is just glued to my scalp and then two or three days I'm not even there at all. Yeah, it's definitely, it really goes in waves for me. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, it also depends if my hair is messy at all. Like, that triggers everything for me. Like, if there's one hair out of place, which there's always going to be, like, I'll just start pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling. Mm -hmm. Do you have a certain, I have, like, certain types of hair that I like. I like, like, a, my hair is pretty, pretty straight, but I like a crinkly, like, thicker hair. If I find that I'm like, boop, you know, right away pulling out, do you find yourself looking for certain ones? Yeah, I'll definitely search. Like, my hair's really curly, but, like, there's some, like, curlier pieces. So, like, I'll definitely, like, search around and then, then it's over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because once you find one, you're like, I know there's more. Yeah. And we keep looking for them. Um, as we wrap up, Eva, I just want to thank you again for, you know, being so honest and open and inspiring at such a young age. It's really fantastic. Do you have anything else that you would like to share before we wrap up? I just want to say that, like, anyone who's watching, if you have TRIC or a BFRB, like, it really is okay. I know there's a lot of, like, judgment, I guess, around mental health. And, like, if people tell you, like, oh, you're strange for pulling out your hair or whatever, you're not, and it's okay. Like, there's, there's other people going through it. And, yeah. 
Well, I thank you so much again. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. I hope you have a great night and I'll talk to you soon. Too. Bye. Bye.